This is the Last Call Podcast with your host, Chris Michaels. This is going to be a very quick podcast because my abs hurt. I did a different exercise the other day and, oh, man, are they strained. So we're going to run through a couple of quick stories really, really, really fast because how else do you run through something quickly? Rand Paul is once again after Dr. Fauci because he now believes that Dr. Fauci could potentially be culpable for the whole entire pandemic. And this is something that we're starting to see clear evidence for. Dr. Fauci lied on uh, under oath, I believe, about the NIH's role in funding the Wuhan lab. And we have now determined that there are documents. The documents were presented from the Chinese side of the whole equation, and they even referenced the NIH's number, or uh, I guess it's like a reference number for specific tests or whatever, and they have presented that number. And Rand Paul is not having any of it. The person they hired to investigate the lab for the World Health Organization perspective is the guy who gave the money to... EcoHealth. So NIH gave the money to EcoHealth. The head of EcoHealth, they got him to investigate whether Wuhan was doing anything inappropriate in their lab. But if they were, then wouldn't he be culpable? Doesn't he have a self-interest in smoothing things over? I'm not saying he did cover things up, but you wouldn't appoint someone who is in the line of the supply chain of giving the money to them. Ultimately, here's the rub, he says. I don't uh, know whether it came from the lab, but who could be culpable? Dr. Fauci could be culpable for the entire pandemic, and he's 100% right. We said it here on the Last Call podcast with yours truly, that Dr. Fauci pretty much did nothing more than money laundering. Obama shut down his work, transferred the work over to China, and as the head of the NIH, the National Institute of Health, he was able to fund whatever project he wanted to fund. And in this case, he wanted to continue his work that Obama shut down, but he couldn't do it directly. So he did it indirectly, which is known as money laundering, essentially, uh, through EcoHealth. And then, and then the people in charge of investigating Wuhan's lab, whether or not um, something nefarious occurred or accidental, was the same individual that was the head and leader of EcoHealth, the recipient of the money that was to be laundered for Wuhan and Dr. Fauci. Uh, they're the ones that the World Health Organization hired uh, to determine if anything bad happened. Or naturally, why, there was nothing that went wrong. We found no evidence of anything icky going on in China. I mean, do we have to get... Who believes this stuff? I mean, honestly, who really believes this stuff? This is why I think Dr. Fauci is a criminal and a mob boss. Dr. Fauci is scum. I don't care what you say. I don't care how many little woke songs you create about wanting to be inoculated with a gene therapy platform. And you mentioned, you've got to look up some of these awful, it's just cringeworthy what these people have gone through, these slobbering fools that will do anything, anything, uh, to, 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 to bring up Dr. Fauci's status more than what it is and try to make him immune to any sort of criticisms. Uh, Biden today, big news today. 
If you've been vaccinated, you no longer have to wear your mask indoors under certain conditions. Well, first off, thank you very much. I don't have to wear a mask indoors like I had to get your permission to do something like that. And oh, in certain conditions. Okay, well, what exactly are those certain conditions? And next, how are you going to prove whether or not I've had a vaccine without starting the vaccine passport program? That's what I'd like to know. And uh, President, occupying President Biden tweeted today, the rule is now simple, get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. The choice is yours. Yes, spoken like a true criminal mob boss trying to shake somebody down. ABC News also tweeted, uh, President Biden, if you see someone in a mask, please treat them with kindness and respect. We've had too much conflict, too much bitterness, too much anger, too much politicization, uh, politicization, oh geez, I can't say this word, politicization, politicization, I can't say, still can't say it, of this issue. Let's put it to rest. Okay, thank you very much. So now you're ostracizing critical thinkers that don't want a gene therapy inoculation um, injected into them while while the testing period still continues for essentially another year, two years, another year and a half to two years into 2023, according to all the pharmaceutical industry documents. I, I'm sorry, I would, um, I would sooner be part of the control group for this little test and to, just to see what happens if, if I don't do anything. Um, so now we're going to start to see people, you know, being ostracized and everything else. Now, what's funny is the CDC is coming out. If you are fully vaccinated, you can start doing things that you had stopped doing because of the pandemic. We have all longed for this moment. That moment has come for those who are fully vaccinated. Uh-huh. So how are you going to enforce this? A lot of people want to know. She didn't list any exceptions. Once you are fully vaccinated two weeks after your last dose, you can shed your mask. Ah, Whoa! Shed your mask. Very interesting choice of vocabulary. Shedding, because we're starting to see more and more vaccinated people pumping out these spike proteins and the unvaccinated people that are around them being impacted by their filthy shedding. Uh, so, guess what? Guess what? Now people are saying that the CDC is full of it because they just did a complete about face. Now, what's Dr. Fauci going to do? Because Dr. Fauci has been around saying for weeks now, uh, if you get vaccinated, you're still a risk. You're still out there. I mean, the utter hypocrisy that comes from these people is mind boggling. I mean, you need Dramamine because you're going to throw up or get dizzy from the amount of times they flip-flop and you're trying to look over your shoulder. Which way are they coming at you now with all this nonsense? I mean, it, it's, it's just, I, I'll wait, I'll wait. And finally, um, well, I don't know about this. But anyway, they're not finally, but you know, there's a bunch of stories. And I would really like to know whether or not this is true. I kind of did an informal poll on my social media the other day, is that now we're starting to see people that are able to stick magnets to their inoculation points. If you've now confirmed the shot probably contains nanobots, uh, who is this, Jim Stone, 
uh, and who is Jim Stone? I don't know. But Jim Stone writes this, uh, and he's, I think he is part of, uh, I can't find it right now, uh, because you're supposed to wait six to ten weeks after the shot before you get an MRI, most likely because the nanobots have to disperse or the MRI will rip your arm apart. In other words, that if you are able to stick a magnet to your inoculation point uh, relatively soon after the vaccine, you're going to have trouble going through an MRI directly after receiving that inoculation. So I would sincerely like to know whether or not this is true, um, because I believe it is. But I haven't run across anybody that uh, can validate that. We've seen videos, but videos are nice. We don't exactly know if they're entirely truthful. So the jury is still out on this one. Uh, Now going to Arizona and Michigan really, really quickly, because that's what we said we're going to do. Uh, Guess what? When the uh, auditors requested... Uh, what do we got here? This is from the Gateway Pundit. Uh, emergency meeting in Maricopa County Board of Supervisors after the county was reportedly unable to provide the passwords. We brought up this story. The passwords for the auditors performing the audits to validate the 2020 election results. Well, it turns out that the entire database, the entire database for the 2020 general election showing the results tally and reporting was deleted 100% fed up reports. President of the Arizona Senate, Karen Fan has written a letter to the chairman Sellers demanding why the entire database of the 2020 general election was deleted. You cannot do this. This is entirely illegal. This is, <laughs> this is beyond corrupt. And if you cannot provide... If you cannot provide any of this stuff, I'm sorry to tell you (laughs) that you've got no election integrity and the election results do not stand. The other thing that they've been doing is that they've been auditing a ton of uh, a ton of ballots that they call they're loaded onto pallets and each pallet is supposed to have a certain number of slips and uh, a, a certain number of ballots associated with them, uh, depending upon the ballot type. So basically what you're looking at is an invoice or a manifest when you analy- analyze these pallets of, of ballots, ballot ballots. Um, and what they're discovering is that there are discrepancies on these uh, pinks. They call them pink slips. There's the discrepancies along <laughs> with all of this. Essentially what they found out was that these pink slip totals do not match. So basically, the invoice doesn't match the product. And the discrepancy is upwards of 17.5% missing. So if you have 100 pink slips in an area, right, on a pallet, a ballot pallet, if you've got 100 of those, roughly 18 of them are missing. Now, according to the Board of Elections, you can't even have upwards of like 2% missing. And now we've got an average of 17.5% missing. Could you imagine? Could you imagine calling an election for somebody when 17.5% of the vote is still not counted? Or in this case, can't be counted because 17.5% is missing. So in one pallet, 200 pink slips were supposed to be there. They're missing 35 of them. 
Uh, another one. 200 were supposed to be there, missing 13. Another one. 200 were supposed to be there. They found 218. In this case, it's above. Uh, 197 were supposed to be on one pallet. 10 are missing. Overall, if you average all this stuff out, I mean, it's just a sampling, but if you average out all of the ballot pallets that they've audited, it's 17.5%. You can't do that. You can't call a vote when you've got a margin of error of 17.5%. I'm sorry, you just can't do it. Uh, and so, moving on to Michigan, finally, uh, their Antrim ballots are, this is where the forensic auditors are really going to start here in Antrim. 20.3% of these ballots were sent to P.O. boxes. You can't do that. Sending your ballots to P.O. boxes, it's illegal, which means those votes, 20% of those ballots are thrown out. Here's what else. In the 65 to 80-year-old age group, 100% turnout. <laughs> 100% turnout, which means more than likely some dead people voted because you're never going to get, it's impossible, statistically impossible to get, to reach 100%. That's the first thing. You can't do it. Just like it's statistically impossible to reach, well, not really, to reach zero. You can have, for all intents and purposes, 0.0004%, but you're never, ever, ever going to reach zero, right? Just like you're never going to reach 100%, especially in the 65 to 80%, uh, the 65 to 80-year-old age bracket. So right there in Michigan, we know, <laughs> just from statistics, that it is not true. And more than likely, Arizona and Michigan is going to have to answer to some serious problems. And Governor Whitmer... Governor Whitmer has to be recalled. She is a dictator with what she's doing. She tried to cut off oil to Canada. And the Canadians went, F you, we're not going to do this because you're going to end up with another pipeline incident. And there's a whole bunch of oddities going along uh, with that pipeline incident and the gas shortage issue. Uh, so we'll get into that in another podcast. But uh, Donald Trump was out there. Uh, he did his, uh, he did one of his, penned one of his missives, a devastating letter written by Arizona Senate President Karen Fan on voting irregularities and pro probable fraud uh, in Maricopa County. Even the database was illegally deleted. Senate President Fan has invited Maricopa County officials to a public hearing on May 18th to allow them the opportunity to explain what happened. And... The mainstream media refuses to talk about it. So why is the mainstream media refusing to talk about it? Because they know what happened. They know about the fraud. They know that Democrats essentially cheated. And they did a very sloppy job about it because the media is responsible for covering it up, simply by not reporting the stories, simply by shouting other people down that question the narrative, they are now culpable to this crime as for nothing more than being an accessory to it. So this is The Last Call with Chris Michaels. Until next week, everybody enjoy your weekend.